Rumors are swirling that the Big 12 could take Stanford and Cal. Would this work? This is Locked On Big 12. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. No! Of course it wouldn't work. It's the stupidest thing ever. What are we doing here? What are we doing having this conversation on Monday, August 28th, where the world is putting pressure on the Big 12 to take Cal and Stanford? This is stupid and terrible. I'm Drake Toll from ESPN Central Texas. Thank you for making Locked On Big 12 your first listen every single day. It's the best half hour in the Big 12. Cal and Stanford won in our conference. We, myself, you, the listeners, have built such a great bond, such a great league, these 16 teams. And now there are talks of the Big 12 expanding to 20 teams, being the largest conference in college football. But alas, to do so, that would mean we have to take Cal and Stanford. The first thing I want you to know, and I, this will be a very educational podcast. I want to dive deep into there are reasons not to take these teams. It's not just, a, oh, I don't think I like them. Oh, they haven't been very good at football. Let's just not take them. No, there are legitimate reasons not to do this. There are legitimate reasons that when you go to the water cooler and and Gary, the guy across the office who's in his cubicle and doesn't know a lot about sports. And he's like, hey, man, what do you think about what do you think about? Or, hey, woman, what do you think about the old uh, Cal and Stanford going to the Big 12? You slap him right across the face. I don't condone violence. Figuratively slap him with knowledge because Stanford, hell of an endowment, a lot of money, right? A lot of money, good education. Their athletics are not going to bring you money. Their athletic, the Stanford football is not going to bring you money. Cal, bottom five in the country in ticket sales. Stanford struggles to fill a stadium that's in Palo Alto. I would make any excuse to go to Palo Alto. They're they're based around education. Make no mistake. The Big 12 has never screamed at anybody. We're the best academic conference. Our goal is to be educationally sound. And neither is the Big 12. Neither is the Big Ten, neither is the ACC and the SEC, who many consider to be bigger brands in the Big 12. We don't need we don't need to scream in your face. Oh, we have a Stanford to anchor the education of this league. We don't need Stanford's endowment because the money they bring, the money they bring from athletics is just not worth it. Because think about this and their athletic budget's not bad. It's not like they're one of the poorest teams in college athletics. Think about this. The big the big moneymaker for Stanford is Olympic sports. What does the Big 12 not put as much focus on? It's Olympic sports. We are simple people in the Big 12. We like the normal things. We like football and beer, unless you go to BYU or Baylor, and and fried food. Stanford doesn't like those things. They don't like fun, or their idea of fun is different. At Stanford... It's great to be part of the rowing team. It is great to be involved in sand volleyball or other things that I don't care to watch. Sure. Every four years when it comes on TV because the Olympics are on, I'll give it a gander. But I forget that those things exist. I forget that crew exists or field hockey exists. 
until the Olympics comes around. And I don't need Stanford to remind me weekly, hey, underwater basket weaving is on. You should watch Stanford play. We don't need that. And it's not going to help the athletic budget of any other school because what Stanford brings you, they don't bring a travel they don't bring travel. They don't bring a good a good fan base to your stadium for football. Hell, they don't bring a good football team to play you in football. Instead, they say, ah, see you guys out on the pitch for ye old men's soccer match this week. I don't care. I don't I don't think you, the general Big 12 fan, cares. And and Cal, what do we do? Where, where are we as a conference that we're having a conversation about Cal? It's just, to me, this can't be legitimate. To me, that this is smoke and mirrors. Somebody else is telling you. The, the, the mainstream media is telling you the Big 12 is going to take Stanford and Cal. This is what's going to happen. Somebody over at Cal is hacked into the system because they're geniuses and they throw that in your face. They've hacked into the system to make everybody think that when the ACC says no for obvious reasons, that the Big 12 is going to say yes, and it's not true. The Big 12 doesn't need them. It is so unnecessary. Taking Stanford and Cal would be so unnecessary. One of the worst parts of this whole deal, too. There's Again, there's a lot of ins and outs here. One of the worst parts of this whole deal, you'd be sticking your neck out to overrule the irate eight. Your Baylors, your TCUs, your Texas Techs, the teams that stayed, those eight that remained, your Oklahoma States, the list goes on. They will now be outvoted by new teams. Worse so, you have put, in this scenario, you could put eight irate eight teams, and four the the new AAC BYU teams, and then eight Pac-12 teams. You would have a voting block of Pac-12 teams that equals that of the remaining Big 12 teams. Do you think that's a good thing? Do you think that's a good thing? That the conference has just imploded, that exploded, that doesn't exist anymore. It's a fugazi. That you allow them the same amount of votes as the geniuses that kept this league alive. Who? 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 says yes. Who says yes? It's like the Alamo. Did you know that Sam Houston hated the Alamo? When, when time came around and the Alamo could be fought, Sam Houston, who had then taken over Texas from Stephen F. Austin, who was in prison down in Mexico, they were like, hey, Sam, what do we do with the Alamo? And he was like, we don't need it. Abandon the Alamo. We're going to beat the Mexican army without the Alamo. It's not a strategic point for us. And if we take the Alamo, it doesn't do anything for the Republic of Texas. And you know what? Everyone at the Alamo said, so what? We're going to defend the Alamo. And in Texas history books and you know movies and Jim Bob Thornton and, or Billy Bob Thornton and all these you know famous, ah, Dennis Quaid, was he in that movie? The Alamo. They, they tell you the Alamo is important. And it was just not. The leader of Texas said, abandon the Alamo, abandon it, leave it. Davy Crockett would still be with us. Daniel Boone would still be with us. David Bowie would still be Daniel, Daniel Bowie. Well, the Bowie guy, Jim Bowie, would still be with us today. If not for them being like, nope, we're going to take this unnecessary action and die on this completely unnecessary hill. And they literally did. They fought the Alamo. And then Sam Houston, in the last battle of, of Texas independence, said, hey, everybody, remember the Alamo? Huzzah. He used it as his crutch for Texas to win independence. But in the whole time, it didn't really matter. It was unnecessary. Did it sound cool? Sure, to some people. 
but we didn't need it. Are you putting it together? Stanford and Cal. Does it sound cool? Sure. Stanford's great academically. Stretch into California. Lock in that time zone. Is it necessary? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We don't need it. We don't need it. I am not about it. No Stanford and no Cal. What's more? What is more? No Washington State and no Oregon State. Because I've seen those people, those insane people, tinfoil hats, who have said, yes, no Stanford and Cal, but we do want Washington State and Oregon State. That's poppycock right here on the Big 12. I don't even know what we're on. The Locked On on the Locked On Big 12 podcast. Yes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Sometimes, as a Baylor grad, I enjoy a non-alcoholic beer. And I bet you could, too. The Athletic Brewing Company has completely changed the non-alcoholic beer game. These actually taste good. Full flavor, tastes just like a full-strength beer, like a Hundo P beer, but instead, it's a zero A beer. That'd be A being alcohol. Great tasting, award-winning, and it beats out full-strength beers. So you're drinking a brew, and then you're like, oh, this is crazy. I feel cognitively there because there's no alcohol in it. They have IPAs, Goldens, Sours. I'm a big sour guy myself. Constantly releasing a lim- limited edition experimental styles to the new variety. This is, this is good. Watching the big game, tackling work. This is fit for all time. No hangovers. Find it, in ath- uh, find it athletic in store, online, and at bars around the country. This athletic beer thing, athletic brew thing, I should say, is great. What's your what's what's stopping you from going to Athletic Brewing Company and getting their non-alcoholic brews? Get them in a store, buy them online. Use code Locked On to get fifteen percent off. Go to go to the go to the online thing. Locked On at checkout, fifteen percent off at athleticbrewing.com. Exclusions conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company fit for all times. Go get an Athletic Brewing Company beer. Fit for the Baylor fan and the BYU fan, the TCU fan, and everybody. Every other every other fan. Go get one. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What are we doing entertaining the idea of bringing Washington State, Wazoo, the flag school, Wazoo, and Oregon State into this conference? Washington State had Mike Leach. Oregon State was ranked in the top 25 a bit last year. These are two of the worst football programs in America. From a ticket sales standpoint, they are bottom 10 in the country in in the Power Five. That is, that is not good. There is this 
there's this dialogue amongst Big 12 people and amongst especially people from the Pac-12, the West Coast, that that the Big 12 needs to extend a lifeline, that that these two schools, Washington State and Oregon State, are following the lead of Stanford and Cal, Calford. And that if Calford goes somewhere, that somebody else, if they go to the Big 12, God forbid, that we have to take, that we have to take Oregon State and Washington State. That's silly. That's very, that was super, super silly. Somebody's been having too many real beers, not enough non-alcoholic beers. The idea of allowing Oregon State, like, think about, great, great, great analogy. Coming, not even, it's not an analogy. It's just a, a, a Q&A. I ask the question, you give the answer. Name one Oregon State football player all time. Maybe you did. Maybe you did. Name three. Aha, uh-huh. gotcha. Name one Washington State football player of all time. All right, you said Gardner Minshew. Thanks. Three. Five. Name two head coaches in Washington State history. I already gave you one. Two head coaches in Oregon State history. Oof. Getting real tough, isn't it? All this Q&A stuff. You don't feel really equipped for this little game we're playing. Yeah. Well, I don't want to have to know. This is a business. All right. The Big 12 is a business, not a charity. We use the, the lifeboat analogy all the time, but the Big 12 is a business, not a lifeboat. If the Big 12 is a lifeboat, if you want to stick with that analogy, then this is women and children first. And Washington State and Oregon State are large, burly men. We are looking them in the eyes. The ship is going down. We are saying women and children first. We're sorry. Condolences, right? I bet there are some awesome people who run cross country at Oregon State. And they are sad because Oregon State is not in the Pac-12 anymore because Oregon State's going to a different conference and might not be in the Power Five. I bet they are sad. I bet that person, I bet I have condolences. I have sorrow, sympathy for that person. What I don't have is a spot in the lifeboat. Mm. Women and children first. We kind of have rules around here. It's kind of the way this thing goes. We can't bend those. I got you running cross country, but... Bloop. Ship's going down. I can't take all the cross country all the cross country runners, you know. And then you ask the cross country program, like, oh, how about a couple million dollars? Maybe then we could buy you a place in the lifeboat. They don't have it. <laughs> they don't have it. They can't buy the way onto the lifeboat. There, w- there's a way where you could buy your way on, right? If North Carolina wants to buy its way onto the lifeboat, we can have that. We can make that happen. Oregon State cannot. Football, not good. Basketball, not good. Women's basketball, good some years. Baseball, good. Washington State, basketball, not good. Clay Thompson, though. Football, not good. Volleyball for both schools, I don't know. When's the last time you watched a Washington State volleyball match? Any Name like any sport Washington State's good at. Anywhere there for national relevance. What I'm getting at with this is they're not big brands in college athletics. They are not money makers. Nobody shows up to their stuff. They're not like Cal, who has the more debt, over four hundred million more debt than anyone else in the NCAA. They're not that bad, um, but they're not good. 
And there are insane people that are out there telling you, hey, we should stick our neck out. We should take them. We should try to make this happen. And I just, I truly, when you go to the water cooler, when you talk with your friends, when they're telling you, hey, is there a way the Big 12 takes Oregon State and Washington State? My aunt's a Wazoo grad. I want you to figuratively slap him. Remember, when we don't literally slap anybody. We don't condone violence here. I want you to figuratively slap him with knowledge that it's not going to happen. Oregon State, and what, get, it, get it through everybody's brain. The money is not there. The lifeline's not there. If Stanford and Cal, by some terrible chance, end up coming to the Big 12, there is still not a, a support mechanism that drags dead weight into this league. So don't, don't, don't go drinking the alcoholic beers, the Kool-Aid. The conference is done. The, we're done expanding West. No reason for the Pac-12 to have as many teams in the Big 12 as the original Big 12. Then you're just the, Pac, the Pac-12. Then you're allowing Pac-12 schools to take over the league. That can't happen. I won't let it happen. Not on my watch. They want my opinion. If they want to bring me in, I'll tell them what's up. Oh, this is stupid and idiotic. Why are we entertaining this? Anybody tell me why we're entertaining this. Out of respect. You can't just say out of respect and something work out for you. It sucks and it's bad. Also, what sucks is the clock. The new clock stuff with the NCAA. What are we doing, man? On Locked On Big 12, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Boys and girls, I go to basketball games and football games. I might not look like it. You might look at me and think, that guy's never been to a football game in his life. You're probably a Utah fan commenting that in the uh, comment section. No, I do. I do go to them and I go to GameTime.com to get my my... GameTime.co, C-O, GameTime.co to buy tickets to that stuff. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. GameTime is the fastest, easiest way to buy tickets to all the sports, the music, the comedy, the theater. Killer deals, last-minute tickets. You get up, you get right to it, and you think, I want to go see the Texas Rangers play. But oh no, the game starts in a half hour. Well, you live 15 minutes away. Just drive to the game. Go to the game time app and the tickets get cheaper the closer you get to the event. You say, oh, section 303, like 15 bucks now because I waited. You know, I, I don't I recommend if you're, you're stressed out about stuff like that, don't wait. But I go in, I buy late tickets. I go to the game because of game time. Right now, you can browse with the game time app and find current events, upcoming events, past events, flash deals, last minute tickets, all of that at venues around you. Makes it super easy with the app. So right now, Forget planning months in advance. Deals on time. Also, game time guarantee means you'll get the best price. If you find tickets to the same section and row for less, you get 100% of the difference. You get 110% credit of the difference. Uh, get images of your seats as well. Snag tickets without stress. Download the game time app. Create an account. Use code Locked On College. Game time app. Create an account. Locked On College. $20 off your first purchase. Those could be free tickets. That $20 could be free Rangers game. Terms do apply. Create an account. Redeem code Locked On College for $20 off at game time. Download game time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest prices. They're guaranteed. This whole clock thing, clock CL, is abhorrent, terrible, awful. 
similar to my dating life in high school. Not worse, but close. The NCAA, if you didn't know, you learned this weekend if you watch college football. I did. I'm a maniac. I'm a maniac. I bet a little money on FanDuel on Vanderbilt and Hawaii. Watch it to the very end. I made 46 cents. I bet. I'm going to tell you. I, I wagered 200 Monopoly dollars, some fake dollars, threw them out there. I made 64 cents profit. And what I learned is how bad... I hate the new clock rules. I talked to some college coaches this weekend, too. They don't think they love it either. It, it The rule is that when a team gets a first down, the clock doesn't stop anymore. We're playing NFL, baby. Pass complete. 15-yard gain. And the clock keeps churning. The first drive in the Notre Dame game was what? One of the early drives took up half the first quarter on 12 plays. And it was just, it was grueling. You've NFL'd my college football. There was a distinct difference. Now I feel like I'm, I'm alone. I am... I am alone with high school football. High school football and I are still getting along. The rules are still there. College football, you have NFL'd my college football. I like the NFL for what it is. I like to leave it where it is. And don't don't change college football. There's a rules change in 2006, 2005, 2006, where they decided in college ball to try to shorten the games up. So there was a 10%, 10% less gameplay, and which is... A, va- a big amount of gameplay, they immediately changed it because everybody hated it so much. What I'm telling you right now, this is my charge to give to you, is if we all gather together and complain enough, it works. If we all gather together and complain enough about these new clock rules, they will change it. They will go back. You've taken away 10%. That's like seven snaps for both teams. Went from like 70 snaps to 63 snaps. Seven snaps for both teams. Taken away 10% of my college football Saturday. That's a lot of percentage. That's that's two hours and 40 minutes. It's good math, isn't it? Two hours and 40 minutes of a Saturday. I don't think it's good math, actually. Scratch that. I can't afford that. I can't. I come to watch the I come to watch the clock stop after a first down. That's why I'm here. And you took it away. Was there a reason to take it away? Was anybody asking for the games to be shorter? We are all, look, you know what the, you, oh boy, here we go. You know what the attendance issues are in college athletics? You know what the attendance issues have come about? The attendance issues have come about on the West Coast mostly. It's USC that can't fill the stadium. It's Cal that can't fill the stadium. It's Oregon State. It's Washington State. It's the reason we shouldn't let these teams into the Big 12. Nobody there, nobody, nobody in America is saying, oh, hmm, college football games are seven minutes shorter? <laughs> Guess I'm going to have to go now. It's not happening. It's not happening. No player, no coach, no person with a reasonable mind was sitting around thinking, these games are way too long. We really got to shorten this thing up. No, it's the most beautiful. I, I truly believe. I love the cowbells on a Friday night in Texas. I love high school football. I like the Super Bowl is cool. There is still nothing like college football. And when no one in the right mind was complaining about this, when the 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 only reason it seems like you did this to make this rule change was it wasn't for player safety. It wasn't for convenience of the coaches. It was to put more butts in seats. The MLB is so different now than it was because of a clock rule, because because of rule changes with the clock. It ruined it for some people. And I, I could see why the MLB, it's like, all right, yeah, sure. You're, you were like a four-hour product 162 times of the year. We only get 12 college football games. Can you toss me a bone here?
And of those 12 games, can you please just let me have my college football Saturday? Nobody was asking for this, and it's not going to put more people at the stadium. It's not going to bring more people in. NCAA, please listen. No one in California is going to a college football game. This is not going to change that. Do you have to take away the pads of the contact? (laughs) You have to just play college football chess. What would you do the next move? Oh, wise quarterback. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, man. People who aren't coming to the games aren't going to be like, oh, look, 15 less minutes. No, the parking situation is the same. The bathroom situation is the same. The drink lines are just as long. It wasn't the time. The time wasn't an issue. We were all doing just fine, and you changed it. What next, huh? Hour-long halftime for rehydration? Rather have that than the clock thing. What next, huh? No more hitting each other. No more kickoffs. Actually, let's just not play football anymore. Slippery slope. Slippery slope. Not stopping the clock after a first down is a gateway drug. This is how we ruin college football. It's a gateway drug. You'll see. You'll also see me, uh, my face, if you come back to Locked On Big 12 tomorrow. Uh, or you listen to it on Apple Podcasts. Huge month, by the way. Most listeners ever in Locked On Big 12 history uh, for a month, long period. Did it in three weeks. Nice job, guys. Good job. Thank you. Hope you're entertained. Uh, this has been, and it always will be. Thanks for making it your first listen every single day. Locked on Dose Grande.